Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. Now here's your host, Gary John Bishop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop, bringing you the best in fucked up accents since 1994. All right, I think that's a pretty good start to the show, don't you? All right, well, I've had this little topic increasingly on my mind these past few weeks, and I feel as if it's time to address this thing called the subconscious. It seems to me, right, from my vantage point, that is where I'm sitting, it seems to me like most personal development stuff is on two kind of different poles, okay? So you've got like the woo-woo kind of psycho, scientific, spiritual, like, group of shit on one side and it's just basically a, a collection of you know interesting views and theories cobbled together to give you you know whatever they can give you to empower you so you get that whole side of things i'm going to call them the woo-woos and then on the other side of things this other pole is the strictly motivational people right who's just basically says shit like, you know, get over yourself and do it. And you can't do anything about your past now anyway, so get over it and la, 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 right? It seems to me anyway that I'm always kind of stuck in the middle between the two with them. I'm like, no, no, don't say that. No, don't do that. Oh, what the fuck are you doing? Like, because I feel as if both can be just really irresponsible, quite frankly, you know? I think it's irresponsible to just say to somebody, get over it, all right? Now, ultimately, that might be what they'll have to do, but there are steps to that. There are ways of doing that. There are ways of dealing with your past such that the weight of that is no longer a burden for you. And it's not just get over it, or it's not just get past it, or it's not just that, 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 right? But at the same time, you know, sometimes I hear all this stuff about fucking subconscious programming and all this. Like, please, man, just stop. Stop. Every time you come up with this idea of subconscious program, it's like someone programmed you. I mean, if you really want to set yourself up to be a victim, go ahead. But I'll tell you this for sure. Neuroscience says you are not born a blank slate. 
You are not born a blank slate. Whatever programming you might have thought you've got, it's way more than just the way you were fucking raised. Although the way you were raised was a big deal. Your job, as far as I'm concerned, if you want to listen to my message and what I do, your job isn't to re-fucking-program yourself or some shit like that, by the way. And if people are telling you that, reprogram yourself or, you know, or even undo old programming, they're talking shit to you. It's bullshit. Now, quite simply, awareness is the key to everything. It's the key to everything. So... Once you get aware of something, once you see something about yourself that you've never seen before, that's now the one or one of the things that you need to start keeping an eye open for. Like, that's that thing playing out again. So if you read, for instance, I've been talking about Stop Doing That Shit, which was my second, but I've been talking about that quite a bit in the last few weeks. No, it's not for sales. It's already selling really fucking well. So in that book, I get into what is it? What's at play with your subconscious? Your subconscious, if you like, is really only designed for you to survive a world. So I'll say that again. Your subconscious is really only designed for you to survive a world. Not the world. A world. The question is, what world? The answer to that question is the world that you believe to be true. So your subconscious is designed for you to survive a world that you believe to be true. That world is made up of three fundamental things. You, other people, and this situation that you find yourself in called a life. The problem with all of your subconscious is it's based on very specific experiences that you had growing up. So you're not wrestling with yourself. You're wrestling with your view of yourself, how you see yourself in your darkest moments. That's what you're wrestling with. The problem with your subconscious is it has to keep proving that that's true. So if your subconscious view of yourself is I'm not smart enough, your brain is wired, hard wired for you to keep bumping up against that. Hard Wired, not soft wired, hard wired for you to keep bumping up against I'm not smart enough or I'm not good enough or whatever your fucking thing might be. And again, I get into it in detail and stop doing that shit. Your subconscious isn't there to be fucking reprogrammed. It's there to be uncovered. Like if you just look around you in your life, all of the struggles you have are appropriate to the subconscious you have. They all just remind you of that. It's almost like this. It's like life is happening, and then you just drop the big U filter over the top of it. And when you drop the U filter on top of life, you see all the familiar things that you would see. All the familiar things that U filter is designed to see. The problem is you miss everything else. And... Not only do you miss everything else, you actually miss all the examples that conflict with the filter. You ignore those or dismiss them. If part of your filter is that subconscious notion that you have, 
that you're not loved. If someone says, I love you, that's, that never really penetrates. You either find a way to dismiss them or dismiss the experience. Like, oh, well, that's fine for you, but I don't get that. Love cannot exist as a phenomenon for someone who, in their heart of hearts, like that is deep within themselves, that is their subconscious, because, you know, deep within yourself, it's just tissue and blood, but I'm talking about your subconscious. If I subconsciously relate to myself like I'm not loved, that must always triumph. My life becomes about overcoming that idea. Until, I know some of you are like, oh my God, it's fucking terrible for me because I believe that about myself. And oh my God, Gary, help me. How do I reprogram? You don't reprogram. This is awareness. This is where you use other parts of your fucking brain. Where you get aware of, holy shit, that's what I do with love. That's what I do with that. Or if at some level you believe you're not good enough, that's what you do with your dreams. Or that's what you do when someone acknowledges you for doing something good. Yeah, I'm not good enough. Like you can't even be with it. You're so run by it, you can't see it. You're like a fish in water. A fish doesn't know it's in fucking water. You say to a fish, what's it like in there? They're like, what are you fucking talking about in there? There's no in there. This is just fish. So you're, you're swimming in your subconscious beliefs. And it's not about reprogramming that, stopping that, changing that. It's, it's about becoming a fucking Olympic athlete with it. It's about becoming so skillful with that. Like your radar for that is on hypersensitive mode. Like you're like, oh, fuck, I see you. I see you. That's why, I, look, listen, that's why I've, I've been able to do what I've been able to do as an author. My deep, penetrating, subconscious belief of myself is that I'm not smart enough. Do you think that fucking goes anywhere? Oh, yeah, reprogram yourself, Gary. Oh, give me a fucking break. Come on. But I'm like a fucking ninja with that shit when I see it. Whenever it comes up, like, oh, my gosh, that's too complicated or I can't do it or whatever reason that I typically come up with to push away anything that might intellectually challenge me or expose me. How do I deal with the threat of being exposed? I put it on loudspeaker. I fucking tell you, that's what runs me. And then the moment that I tell you, it's no longer running me. <laughs> and, and it's about introducing new phrases like, I don't understand which was new for me once upon a time, for me to say, I don't understand. I would usually just fucking shut up and pretend that I did. Or if someone says, have you ever heard of blah, blah, blah? And I go, no, I'll say, no, I've never heard of that. And they'll say, really? And I'll go, yeah, fucking really, tell me. Whereas in the past, I would have tried to hide that. But that mechanism, that initial like little second or two second of the desire to hide or indulge it, it's there. It doesn't go anywhere. I've just got better and better and better at not living that life. Not living the life of the automatic that I've ended up with. How did I end up with this automatic? The same way everybody else does. You come into this life, a life that you have no fucking clue about. 
when you're born. The, your, your baggage is just what you've kind of agreed with yourself is the truth. You're overcoming your own belief system. You're overcoming your own thoughts and opinions. You're not overcoming life. I put this fucking thing up on Twitter a few days ago. And it's such the case. It's so like people will fight for the logic that they're trying to get past. You can't produce a new kind of you while retaining everything you currently believe to be true. Can't do it. You have to start questioning what you believe to be true about stuff like relationships and love and money and your body. Like all of that needs to be questioned because everything that you've got that's true about that right now is what's gotten you in the hole you're in. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. I'll be back in a moment right after this from our sponsor. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the second part of the show. And this is our question from the nation part of the show. This is a question I got in actually today. So the day that I record the show, usually I've picked a question in advance, like I'm going to go with that one. But as I told you before, I don't work out my answer. I just pick the question and then I, I record the answer live, right? But I got this question this morning and... It just really brought to mind a place that we often get ourselves into, okay? So this question comes from one of our European listeners. This is from Hans Ulrich Kasser, as Kasser or Kaiser. Anyway, Hans says, Hello, Gary. I'm a great fan of your show. Perspective is so much more valuable than advice, and I need perspective. I hope you guys get what he's saying there. But anyway, Hans says, I'm stuck between two worlds that I have created myself. I cannot decide which one to live in and go on with my life. Here's the background. I grew up in Europe, then left in my mid-20s and ended up in the US where I've always wanted to live. I was happy there, but after eight years, I had a breakdown. I had a bad accident. My fiance left me unexpectedly. My job was weighing heavily on me, and one of my parents fell very ill back in Europe. Once so resourceful and confident, it felt like my entire life crumbled in an instant. I panicked, was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder, and sunk into a deep depression. I moved back to Europe to be close to my parents for as long as we still had time together. After four years back in Europe, I lost my job and fell back into depression. I'm very unhappy in this country. I cannot manage to find a new job here, even after a year of trying and despite my great academic credentials. I cannot relate to people here. I never could. 
I now understand why I just wanted to leave when I was in my 20s. I miss my life and my friends in the U.S. terribly, and I feel like I betrayed myself by leaving there, like I betrayed a big dream that I had or worked hard on to become true. Yet it would break my heart to go back to the U.S., moving 6,000 miles away from my parents who are in bad shape and need care. I feel bad for leaving my siblings to the job of caring for them too. I'm paralyzing myself around this issue and cannot come to any conclusive thoughts about what and particularly where my future should be. I am stuck in the same thinking patterns that fail to produce results. I need perspective and I would be grateful to hear yours. All right, Hans, let's take a stab at your question here, okay? Or rather your conundrum, because it's a conundrum that you find yourself in. And for everybody listening, you know, you don't want to be listening to Hans' situation, you know, like you're watching a fucking reality show. You got to listen to what I'm about to say from the perspective of your own life and where you're at and what you're doing. And if you're stuck with making a decision or between two worlds, or how do I do this and keep those people happy and keep myself happy and la, 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 la. Okay? So Hans, what you're doing is what everybody does, right? What you're fundamentally doing here is what everybody does. There's nothing at the center of your choices, okay? It's all just, but what about, but what about, but what about, but what about this and what about that? What about this? And what I say to people, and I live my life this way, is the way that we initially approach life is how can I make this work, okay? And what you'll notice is, though, even when you begin to apply logic to it, there's already some things that you've put in place that whether you can see it or not are immovable things. Like this can't be moved. So throughout your description of your events, there's several immovable objects that I would invite you to challenge, okay? So one of your immovable objects is I cannot be happy here. That's an immovable object in your mind. I can only be happy there, another immovable object. Burdening my siblings, immovable object. Being responsible for my parents, immovable object. And so you're kind of getting pulled left, right, and center. And what I always say, and, and this is how I live my life, I pick one and I go from there. So if I say, I can only be happy in the U.S. All right, well, I'm moving. That's for sure. How do I make this work? Everything else. How do I make everything else work? Or my parents are in declining years. I want to be around them. Okay, good. Put that in the middle. Make everything else work. Like go to work and solving those like they're problems, not immovables. So, you know, I mean, pick anyone as an example, right? So. I want to be around my parents and their declining years. And I'm just going to do that until, you know, they've both passed away. All right. Well, that might be 10 years. That might be 20 years. All right. So let's say, let's call it 15 years. And I have no idea what age you are or your parents. And I'm just throwing this out. Here's a number. Let's call it 15 years. All right. I'm going to be here for 15 years. How do I live an inspired life in that time? How do I make a living in that time? You know, again, it's like, you're looking for a job with your academics. I get it. But you might have to let go of your attachment to that. You may have to go a different direction. You may have to do something in the meantime. You may have to make things work. You may have to start a business. You may have to. 
And already, if you're like, can't do that, can't do that, can't do that, you're not allowing yourself to be with something that I would call possibility. You're immediately resisting what's possible, which is what most people do because they're attached to these immovable objects. They say shit like, well, that wouldn't work in my situation. I know because you're attached to your situation. When I say attached to it, I mean like you are that this is this way and it has to be this way. And it doesn't matter how much you might want to change that or say you want to change that. For you, it's an immovable object. But if you start to relate to these things like they're malleable, like it's shiftable, like, again, I'll use the example. If you're going to stay around to be around your parents, how do you vitalize yourself? Do you travel? I mean, that's one simple answer. How do you solve your employment situation? I don't know, maybe you'll move in Europe. You could live in a fucking neighboring country and get a job there and come visit your parents every weekend. And by the way, I'm not giving you out these things like these are the things you should do. These are the things that show up when you start to allow your brain to be with something called possibility. Like stretch it out. Like what are the possibilities? How do I make this work? But you start from one. You start from this is what I'm doing. And I talked about this on other shows, by the way. It's not about making the right choice. It's just about fucking choose something and start working shit out. People get completely paralyzed by the idea of the right choice. You live in a fucking chaotic universe. How could there even be a right choice? There's just the choice you make and the consequence, and that's it. Do you want to try and make a choice that that really, you know, positively impacts your life? Sure, but it, there's no guarantees. You've already fucking pointed that out. Choose, dive in, work it out. You've got a big, giant fucking brain in your head. Engage, on, switch on, lock in. This is what I'm choosing for myself. Now, let me look at these other items from here, from this choice. What do I need to handle? What do I need to put in place? What do I need to start giving time and energy and thought to and actions to? Actions. And by the way, my friend, you're way too much in your fucking head about when things go wrong. Things are going to go wrong, man. It's not all going to work out. It's O-fucking-K. It's O-fucking-K. You'll be fine. How do I know that? You're here. Your heart's pumping. You're fine. You took a few smacks in the mouth. I get it. You'll probably take a few more before you die. Just like me and everybody else on this fucking planet. It doesn't always go your way. I'm sorry your little bubble got burst. But that's because you chose to live in a bubble. Or at least chose to live in a bubble without acknowledging you were in a bubble. And we are all in a little bubble. And we all get it fucking pop now and again. And it's uncomfortable and it's uncertain. And there's that experience of survival. And how can I do it? And I'm a wreck and blah, 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 blah. Okay. But I'm, I'm listening to your, your description of your life. You've actually built three lives for yourself. <laughs> there's the first one you had when you're in your 20s. Then there's the one you had in America. And there's this other one you've now got at this stage of your life. And this life you've built that you don't like. Then just build another one. Build the next phase of your life now. But this time do it consciously instead of some fucking reaction to the smack in the mouth that you got. Or what you didn't like. Create, Hans. Create your life, your connections, your family, 
create and follow the path of your own creation. All right, you guys, that's going to do it for this week's show. As usual, subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, then stop fucking listening to my show then. Come on, step the fuck up. Are you asking me to step up? I'm stepping up for you. Subscribe to the show. Rate the show, please. And review the show wherever you get your podcasts. If you haven't checked them out yet, please check out the Unfuck Store for the gear that we've got and the new gear that's going to be coming, which I, I know I've been talking about for a few weeks, but these things do take time if you want them to be good. All right, you guys, that's it for this week. Don't forget the new audio, Sanity, in a time of what can only be described as fucked upness, but it's a book about dealing with the current, you know, paranoia, but fucking pandemic and upheaval and, you know, all conspiracy theories, of course. So it's a new audiobook available where all audiobooks are sold. Thank you, you guys. Have a freaking great one. I'll see you on the flip side. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.